0: have two choices right choice number one is to bury your head in the sand and do nothing and then whatever will be will be and if that's the way an an agent an advisor a client wants to go for sure nothing wrong with that as long as they're consciously making the choice
1: insurance dudes are on a mission to escape being handcuffed by our agencies how by uncovering
2: the secrets to creating a predictable, consistent, and profitable agency sales machine. I am Craig Pretziger. I am Jason Feldman. We are agents. We are insurance agents. Do you have any of those like real life examples of, I've had this experience where it's like us as insurance agents, we're, you know, maybe we're PNC on the front end, right? Then, there, then there's life. Annuity is a little bit tougher of a conversation. Some sort of retirement is, is even a little tougher with getting into um, some of the retirement products. And then it's like, and then long-term care. So then when the long-term care conversation go, man, you guys just try to sell everything. Right. Yeah. And it's like, it's like the end of the line is the long-term care. Um, Oh, no, no pun intended.
0: Yeah. I like that though. That's pretty good. That's a good pun. And that's true. Right. And we we look, there's plenty of ways to solve this need, right? One of the things we talk to agents who want to like help I mean, probably the best example are health agents. Those agents who are selling med sub, med advantage, right? They've got a seasonality to their business. They're working with an older demographic and they're like, Look, I'd love to do this. I just don't know how. And our advice to them is first of all, there's plenty of places to get the education and training. Let's start with. that's not an impediment to it, right? There's CLTC, that's a designation where they offer free and paid courses to help learn about how to position long-term care as part of a package. But for people who are PNC agents, by the way, a period of my time, um, I was the president of the New Jersey companies of Plymouth Rock and spent all of my time with PNC agents talking to them about bridging into wealth strategies and protection products. And what we used to say to them is really simple. Find the transactional products that are most closely aligned to the way you sell business and start there. Even if it's only dipping the toe, even if it's not the greatest and best product for for the client, the ultimate product, it's better than what they have, which is nothing, right? Sell them a short-term care product, explain to them in a, in a simple, digestible, when we we're talking about storytellers, learn a story that that talks about that protection and get comfortable with it. And then say to your client, look, short-term care products, right, cover you for that one year or less. What I want to do at our next review is show you the next stage. It's a building block. Tell them the story, not about we sell everything, but we're experts in the field of insurance and my job is to show you the building blocks to protect you and your family, what you choose to do with that is an entirely different story. I'm not here to sell you things. I'm here to educate you on the challenges you may face, to present modern solutions. The universe is this wide, and I want to narrow that down to good, solid choices based upon what I know and learn about you. And what client yeah. would say no to that, right? Mm. That's if Somebody would say no to that is likely a client who you're not going to develop a rapport with. You're going to sell them something, but you're probably not going to develop a deep client out of that.
1: Right. Well, and, and an agent that's getting more, uh, I think, highly strategic with their outbound and, and, and onboarding of their new clients. Like if it's a PNC, we're PNC, right? So they're gonna, we're never going to lead with a long-term care, obviously. And like mm-hmm. Jason says, right at the end of the line. But if we're strategic and we have a plan that it's like, okay, in the first month, then they're gonna get a follow up about life. And then in the, th- the third month, they're gonna get a follow up. And, and this all happens, it is just executed. Then eventually, you are gonna start writing this stuff, right? Like that's just the way it works. Um, yeah. And, and I will tell you oh,
0: sorry. I'm going go ahead, Craig. Sorry.
1: I just like to unpack one other thing. Yeah. Um, something that we do in our own agencies when we're training new people, uh, because it can everybody, as an excuse in sales is I need to know everything before I pick up that phone. And, and in my opinion, it's all bullshit. It's called reluctance. You don't need to know the product. You need to know. You just need to know that the product is a mechanism to solve that problem that that person has. It doesn't fucking matter what's in the, what's in the thing. And I'm sorry oh. I didn't mean to drop that, but <laughs> Um, I told well, you I'm from, New Jersey. Right there.
0: There's, I'm from New Jersey. We're required before we leave school to have it as a noun, verb, adverb, adjective, oh, pronoun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could string about but 11 I, of them together and make a good can, sentence if we needed to. So, no worries on my point. It, <laughs> you, know, well, you, can, you can see the passion. Yeah. Dude, I, and you're like, it's just, it's so important. Oh, Craig, you're 100% right. And here's so this call reluctance, the call reluctance issue is as real as it could be, right? So earlier in my career, I told you I was the, uh, I was the president of a New Jersey company for Plymouth Rock. And we had people who were telephone PNC salespeople who'd work for agents and they were selling auto insurance and homeowner's insurance over the phone, right? Now, you guys, anybody who's run or worked in a call center knows your the likelihood of picking up a phone and getting somebody on, the, on a on a, a phone call when you dial it, especially these days is, single low single digits right and we would see people who'd have to do an entire 20 minute prep they'd have to look through everything the client owned they'd have to go through oh, when is their renewal up when is this when is this hold on let me go chase joey down to get the answer to he's left a note i don't understand then they'd come back to the desk get themselves positioned they dial a phone and they'd leave a voicemail and then they'd go through this whole thing. We got to a point. And then they go to the bathroom. That's yeah, right, right. Go, and then it. look, it's tiring. So now I gotta go get a cup of coffee, right? We got <laughs> right. to a point. The most success we had was when we made them turn the computer off and printed out pieces of paper that had a name and a phone number. That's it. Because call reluctance is a real thing. And in, and what we teach people these days to do is to ask the same solid good question. This isn't about matching somebody up in a call with the greatest product. And it doesn't matter if it's PNC or life or an annuity, or Jason, to your point, it's the end of the line on something else. The reality of it is there's so many products out there. We've gotta understand somebody's need. And the only get to, it, to that need by talking to people, by developing relationships, imagine we talk a lot in our industry about the power of the referral, right? And we sort of tip our hat to the power of the referral and say, yeah, you always have to ask for referrals. I will tell you the best referrals I have ever seen were referrals nobody had to ask for. Why? Because they developed the client in the right way. They maybe spoke to him a few times, they sold a product, they came back, right, Craig, in the way you said they came back couple months later, they said, look, now we've got this in place. I'd love to understand some more of your dynamic. Tell me about your family. And now they're building out not just the rapport, not just an understanding. They're becoming that trusted advisor, that trusted agent. And when you develop that, we know that that's when the referrals start to pour in, right? That Ken Blanchard book, Raving Fan from 25, 30 years ago, talked about this. And that's exactly what we want to create. And that's the advice. Most people don't want to do it. It's hard work, right? You got to put in the legwork. But when you can get to that, then you get to develop some of these later products, whether it's short-term care, whether you bring an expert in, maybe you bring in and and partner with somebody who's got licenses you don't have because you're doing the right thing for your clients. It's when the magic happens, for sure.
1: Yeah, the (laughs) deliberate intentionality, right? Yeah, for sure. taking that time.
0: It's crazy that we're not allowed
2: to use... Uh, trusted advisor anymore, like with the, yeah, the SEC. It's crazy. Um, yeah. It's so
1: interesting. First amendment. What's that? It's kind of interesting. It's sort of it a violation of the first amendment, isn't it? <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, those prickly regulators like to tell us what we can and can't do for sure. Yeah. You know, some of it's even good stuff, but a lot of it is, I agree. It's, it's look and in and the, in and the space that I work in, Right, as aging adults, and you have to be even more careful to not be taken advantage of. And so, mm. I appreciate some of the regulation for sure. Some of it definitely goes too far. There's no question.
2: Yeah, that is crazy. I mean, they do definitely. <clears throat> it's 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 unbelievable, especially with AI and how many fakes are coming out. It all there's so many ways to trick. The old trick was just the phone call. Send me you know, <laughs> right. gift cards and stuff like that. Yeah. Older people would do that. So they would just say, "Hey, it's for Mike, your grandson," and they would send stuff out. Oh, now, man, I didn't
1: even, I didn't even think yeah. of that. Of the AI, like of the bad guys using. Well, I mean, I thought of it to, in the world, but not not in the in the real case scenario, which is actually just using it for scamming. Like they're going to be able to multiply yeah. their ability.
0: Yeah, here I'll uh, tell you a, a quick scam, and it's personal. It happened to my mother. Oh, so my mother is eighty-two. Oh. My father is eighty-eight. And my father is in the hospital, okay? it's going to be fine, but he's in the hospital. He normally does everything. So my mother is not only frantic because her husband of, you know, 60 years is in the hospital, but she's frantic because she's 82 also. And she's got all this stuff going on. She gets a call from a guy who says, I'm from your home warranty company and essentially scams my mother for $5,400 in a home warranty, okay? And I meet my mother at the hospital to go see my father and she says to me, hey, just off the cuff, she said, do you know who my home warranty company was? I said, yeah, you know, I told her who it was. She goes, oh, that's not who called me. I said, whoa, 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 what are you talking about? And she says, this guy called me. It was $5,400. So the long and the short of it is we immediately call, cancel the charge, cancel the credit card. I call the guy back. It's a real company using fraudulent really terrible tactics in creating a, a, almost a threat to my mother says, if you don't renew it now, it's going to be 7,500 that when you call us back and you're going to need this anyway, when I got to this guy and I, and I talked to him and I threatened him and with the way us who have been in the business long enough, know exactly what the pressure points are to put on. We're not consumers. We're in the industry and we know what to say. And the guy immediately said, Oh no, that's not what I But My point is this. My mother knows not to do, not to talk, not to fall, not to give, any of that, and they are fully with it. But here's somebody fully with it who is taken advantage of in the exact moment of weakness, and it happens every day, hundreds of times a day, right? Thousands Mm -hmm. of times a day by these unscrupulous guys who, by the way, make it harder for all of the legitimate agents, all of the legitimate people who are trying to help are, are screwed by these guys every day who are doing these terrible terrible things really bad yeah. so
1: yeah I mean it sucks because they're using the same tactics regular business owners do so they get the same results right of, like that's of course up.
0: and like, my you think my mother's ever gonna take a call from anyone ever again of course not
1: well that's right? actually quite good y-
0: yes in her case but imagine if she needed to help and then and yeah. then she wouldn't right like so there are plenty of people um, to your point th- that that are going to be denied the stuff they need either because they read a story that said don't ever talk to anybody who you don't know and so they don't ever take a phone call or listen or because they were screwed at some point in the past and learned a really terrible lesson the hard way crazy yeah
2: and before we come towards an end i do want to you know it's crazy and this is kind of a side tangent but i I just want to bring it up is that we're like the only um one of the only cultures that don't take care of the elderly or yeah. like put them on a pedestal for the wisdom that they have it seems like every other culture the parents come back live it live with the kids and like they take care of them and like I mean, there's cultures that get, they get handed on or waited on hand and foot, but like, we're the only one that's like sending
0: our parents out to, to fend for themselves. It's a hundred, it's a hundred percent. So about three years ago, I did a tour through China and India, both companies, both countries, well over a billion people, both going through um, what I would, what I would call a Westernization, right? Where where the kids who used to live on the farm now want to move to the city because they want an iPhone, they want a a life, they want to do all of that. And that's true. And you see that occurring. But what hasn't occurred is they haven't left their parents in the lurch. The, The filial piety, the idea of going home to take care of them still exists. And those are countries that have well over a billion people, right? Socialist countries have figured it out. Only here in the States, you're exactly right, Jason. We don't have, we not only don't we have it, we don't have a support system underneath. The only option becomes, right? Spend down your last dollar and then go into Medicaid. And if you've seen any of the Medicaid facilities, I promise you, nobody wants to be there. Right. And that's sort of this this sort of sense of urgency that 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 I have. I'm, I'm 57. In addition to reminding my three kids of their responsibility to take care of me and my wife when it's our time, right? And I dangle their college tuition above their head for a little bit, right? <laughs> nice. um, but but part of this awareness campaign that we're on, in some ways, I joke with my, uh, my coworkers that we're like Don Quixote spitting into windmills, right? Because we're trying to tell a story to people who don't want to listen because they don't want to face the music. And we know what's coming. And in this country, there isn't a government solution. That's a solution that anybody wants. And by the way, in 30 years of speaking about this or 29 years of speaking about this and doing hundreds of public seminars around aging and asking a single question in every one, which is by a show of hands, who's looking forward to moving into a nursing home, right? <laughs> Only one time have I had a hand go up. Believe it or not, one person raised their hand and said, yeah, I'm looking to go into a nursing home. And I said, I got to hear the story because who would look for it? And the reason they wanted to go in is because uh, the spouse was already in. They were disabled. They couldn't care for them. And so the spouse was looking forward to going to the nursing home because she wanted to get with her husband. Uh But every other person, nobody wants to age in a nursing home. Everybody wants to age in place. And that costs money. And we've got to help people get the message out to understand they've got to pay for it on their own. Nobody's riding in on a white horse to save them in this. That's for sure.
2: Yeah, and uh, and I definitely think it's a conversation, especially for the kids. Like, and I think that we, as the culture, need to change and have this conversation because, hey, if the kids aren't going to be taking care of the parents, at least come up with a plan. This is going to happen. And what's crazier is with the expectation Ignore, just, of the older age. And...
0: So there are forty million unpaid caregivers in the u.s and those are people who are doing double duty they're people who hold down a full-time job and then they go to their loved ones on the weekends they shop maybe they pay the bills they're they're helping provide care and some of them are doing it out of love and respect and honor and all of the good reasons and that's super cool others are doing it because their parents their loved ones didn't prepare and you would think that for those people who are in my age bracket who are providing care for their families, they would say, I got to take care of this for myself so that my kids aren't in the same boat that I'm in, be, you know having to provide this care. And we do see that in those, of those 40 million caregivers, the vast majority are baby boomers and uh, those who are a little bit younger. And we see more interest in long-term care insurance products with that subset, but not nearly enough. So, Jason, the lesson isn't being learned. They're not saying, wait, I want to break the cycle here. Instead, what they're saying is, man, I wish I had my time back. I love spending time with my parents, my aunts, my uncles, my loved ones. I wish I was doing other stuff. But they're not making the connection between their own long-term care needs when they get more disabled, when they get older, and breaking the cycle for their kids. We We haven't done that yet. We haven't created that nexus for them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And this is definitely a subject everybody needs to talk about. I literally had four kids, four kids. And I'm busting my butt because I'm hoping that one of them will take care of me when I get older.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Boys or girls? Boys or girls? Two and two. All right. So the good news for what it's worth, I have three cool. girls, so I'm super happy. <laughs> well, really, just girls like, traditionally can't. do a better job at it. Now, you know, I don't want the guys out there who have sons you know, <laughs> to be like, well, my son's going to do it. I'm sure he will. Girls just naturally, and, and we see that in the caregiving space and the family caregiving space too. That's a whole, we could do a whole nother show at another point around family caregiving dynamics. But the good news is for those of us who have uh, daughters, we'll probably have some help. Maybe not all the help, but we'll have some help. <laughs> right. Yes. Well, you can you can see it in the parents, right? The
2: mom's always super nurturing, and the dad's like, dude, kids come in at night. They still do it. it, it there's a lot of sleepless nights. They'll come in, like, oh, I don't feel good. Mom's like, you know, in her sh- sleeping state, totally nurturing. And I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I gotta sleep.
0: I gotta get up in two hours. Yeah. Get back out somewhere. No, I I hear that. and um, it, it is funny, and hopefully the you know the the impetus for you to stay with your wife all the way through is that if they're going to take care of her, maybe they'll throw a little bit of care towards you too. Right, you know,
2: right? right. That's what I'm, <laughs> I'm. Yeah, I'm I'm playing my cards with everybody
0: yeah. here. You Got to play the long game on it for sure. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's awesome.
2: Well, this has been awesome, Larry. We really uh, appreciate you coming yeah. on here. Um, any final words that you want anyone to know? And then also uh, how can people reach out to you and learn more?
0: Yeah, um, my only parting words around this financing of aging, this dilemma, is you have two choices, right? Choice number one is to bury your head in the sand and do nothing, and then whatever will be, will be. And if that's the way an, an agent, an advisor, a client wants to go, for sure, nothing wrong with that, as long as they're consciously making the choice. For agents who want to provide just a touch more education for those that say, I mean, I don't even know, I don't want to sell it. I just feel responsible to at least make my clients aware. It's really easy. Go to any of the websites out there, download a little bit of information, go to caregiver.org, go to the AARP. There's so much information out there and just educate yourself and your clients a little bit. You can go to my company's website. As I said, it's neverstoponeword.com. You can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, It's Larry Nisenson, N-I-S-E-N-S-O-N. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on the web. Find me wherever you like. It is my passion to talk about this and help educate clients, agents, advisors on this impending tsunami. And guys, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you uh, inviting me on and spending some time with you guys.
2: Oh, it's well, been fantastic and we appreciate the fact that you came on even though your throat you're not feeling good under the weather and you went the distance with us so we thank you the
1: we're gamers we were right? Yeah, I mean I was a little concerned you might have to use your long term care insurance here
0: I thought about it I got my guy on I got my agent on speed dial I'm about ready to put yeah. a claim in right <laughs> uh, that's awesome, awesome guys man. thanks again
1: all yeah, right. Thank, thank you. you so much. Take care.
0: Take care. Bye-bye.